Blog Talk Radio. October 3rd, 2018. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Last week, one of the, this is just a short intro. For the newcomers, I do a little intro at the start of every show. And last week, one of the other recruiting shows I listened to was talking about the allegation that not enough women speakers are at recruiting conferences. There aren't enough speakers at recruiting conferences who are women. Women don't get to speak. That was the title. Oddly enough, however, there were three women on the show, and they all have online shows, and they all speak at recruiting conferences. How do you like that? So the next day on Twitter, I saw this guy advising men who get invitations to speak at conferences to give them up and recommend women to speak in their places. So I asked him why someone would want to do that instead of letting women get their own spots. I mean, two of the women on the show organize recruiting conferences. They not only have their own shows, they organize the conferences. They pick the speakers and the boss of the most popular recruiting conference in North America, we all know, is a woman. You know, so one of the women organizers said straight out at the beginning that she'll ask a qualified woman to speak and get a flat no. But somehow, five minutes into the show, they found a way to blame men. Allegedly, some men don't let their junior staff members speak because they want to hog the limelight for themselves. Yeah, That has to be proved. You can't just make a statement like that. And the audiences, she said, only pay for the big names, and they are mostly men. Well, I'll tell you something. I don't believe it. I don't believe that men are responsible for a lack of women speakers. But here's my attempt to help, if it is the case. Anyone who wants to can be a guest, no matter what their gender, on Jerry Jerry. The Recruiting Animal Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. I want to thank my sponsors. You are more than welcome. What is it? What is it? What's one? Welcome, more than welcome. Thank you. I want to thank my sponsors before we get going. Hone it, H O N E I T, the online interview technology. Go have them call me. Yeah, they should call you because you're the expert in that field. Hire Chewal, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, and PC Recruiter, the Swiss army knife of recruiting software. Before I introduce the guest, Jerry, I want to say that uh, we might actually have a a gender uh, imbalance here, but I beg anybody who wants to be on the show to be a guest. You know, I can't control who who raises their hand. Okay? Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, I'm why, not why blaming anybody. That's not up I'm to not you. I'm not blaming anybody. Oh, yeah. So men, men are doing it. Anyway, let's go on. Okay. <laughs> we got a guy yeah. who's the, the guest. I'm hoping he's here. He wasn't here one minute before the show started, but he uh, used to be. Great. Yeah, he used to be. No, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. He used to be a radio DJ himself, and I've seen his videos. We're going to talk about them. He is a lively guy. He knows how to speak. He will not put my guest, my audience to sleep today. No way. Uh, his name is Mike Doerr. Is that how you say your name? I don't know how to say your name. That is, I, probably. I'm not totally sure myself. I, I say Dury, but I kind of like the way you just said it, Animal. I might go with that. So. <laughs> Mike Dory, let me tell everybody how you spell it. You changed the pronunciation of his last name based on your suggestion, Animal. That's the kind okay, of power you and our show have. Okay. Well, he, you know what? Animal is an influencer. Yep. I'm, yeah, I'm an, an innovator here? too, I guess. Yeah, yeah right. Come let on. me just spell his name. Let me just spell his name so people can find him. D-U-R-R-E. D-U-R-R-E. I will not say it. I will not say it again. He's just Mike from now on. His Twitter address, <laughs> I don't like too much. Hey, someone who's eating in the background, I don't want to hear your knives and forks, okay? Please. This guy's Twitter address is Dine In Recruit. D-I-N-E-I-N-N Recruit. That's because that's the name of his company. He's a hospitality recruiter. Mike Dur. <laughs> what <Whoops, laughs> do Mike Dory, Thank welcome you, sir. to the show. Hey, and I, 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 I feel bad. I don't, I don't mean to disappoint the media or your audience, but I am 100% all male. Uh, I wish I could Uh-oh. change that, but, but I can't. Okay, well, actually, we'll get to it later. You claim there's no systemic uh, uh, bias in, in recruiting, but let's not start off with That's that, correct. okay? I'll start off with a better okay. question. Uh, and then, actually, well, since you're a hospitality recruiter, the first thing that came to mind was Anthony Bourdain. He says that everyone who works in a kitchen is a weirdo who doesn't fit into normal societies. Is that true? Uh, there's some truth to that. Uh, I, I have hired probably, well, managed the hiring. When I was, I was a, the Hilton manager of recruitment for all the Hilton restaurants in the Southwest, but I probably hired, I don't know how many chefs and cooks, but it's in the hundreds. And, yeah, most of them are – They've got some sort of issue. There's no doubt about it. If you if you knew the people that were in those really nice restaurants cooking your food, if you knew the the, the types of stuff that they were into, you'd be sickened. Uh, I promise you that. And I, okay, because but they're all how, getting how do you hire somebody who's hour. weird? Can you can you tell us in what way they're weird? Uh, like I read the book, what? you know, uh, some of them are druggies and stuff like that. What's what? Yeah. How do you hire someone who's weird? I don't know if I would say they're, they're weird is not the the word I would use. It was just they're, they're, a lot of them are unreliable. Um, you know, they 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 job hop, but they're, it, they're all like that. They're yeah, trans- without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're not going to find uh, a guy that that was like I've been a cook for four years, and then my last job I was a cook for three and a half years. They all get paid twelve dollars an hour, animal, and they job hop. That's just the way it goes. Okay. So you're not fussy when you, you 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 don't you're not fussy when you hire that kind of person. You take whatever comes. Not totally. Uh, yeah, I mean you're you're dealing with a group. Listen, it's not there isn't a cream. The, the cream of this crop is not the cream of the crop of that a lot of us are used to hiring. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, man. You're you're trying to find somebody that maybe was at their last job for nine months uh, and can talk on the phone and shows up at the interview on time. You know what I mean? Uh huh. 
Okay, so just to go back, you are an agency recruiter. Dine-in recruiting uh, recruits for hotels and restaurants and a, a full range from uh, hourly staff right up to general managers. Am I right about that? Yeah, we, we focus most of our attention on headhunting, uh, so mostly leadership, although we will consult with your, hiring, your, your hourly hiring needs too. Okay. Okay. So is there any, since you've recruited both, though, is there any difference between recruiting a, a CEO or a general manager uh, and uh, a maid? No, no, there isn't. I, 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 this is a battle I've been trying to fight for years. Can I ask you a question? Are you on a speaker? Are you on a speakerphone? Uh, I'd like it if you were a little louder. Oh, okay. Uh, just talk, talk into the I'm mic. Like, I don't know if any, anybody else got a problem with his volume? Is it just me? No, I, I can hear him just fine. Then half or an eight. Okay. He's okay. He's okay, good to go. Just, okay, just good? go ahead, okay. Mike. All right. Yeah. If, uh, listen, man. No, no. I'm going to back that down to a six. Speak <laughs> up. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll yell. I don't. Uh, let me know if it's this, this. If this after this diatribe, if it's still low, I'll, I'll figure something else out. But yeah, I mean, I don't care if you're if you are hiring a housekeeper or the CEO of a company. It's about selling the opportunity, and you just need to know how to sell to a housekeeper. Now, it's going to be a different approach than how you would sell that opportunity to a CEO. But you are at the, at the end of the day selling a new life, a new opportunity. I'm going to give you something better than what you have right now. And I thought he asked you. I thought he asked you. Is there any difference between? Hiring housekeepers and hiring uh, CEOs or corporate managers. And I worked with Sodexo for, for six years. And, I mean, yeah, there's a huge difference. I mean, a general manager or above has have to know how to manage budgets, have to know how to, you know, all of the HACCP and all of those requirements and temperatures. And a mate does not need to know that. They may need to know some HACCP, but that's it. Obviously, yes. But We're not talking about qualifications in the job, yeah. Kathy. We're talking, talking about, about the process of recruiting somebody. Okay, my my mistake. Yeah, and when you recruit, you I don't care who Glad you Glad I could help you correct can... that and get this back on track. You're all Thank welcome. My name very, is Drew. Sorry right. about that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, obviously uh, you wouldn't hire a housekeeper to run your company. But in, if you're going to get the attention of either types of people, you need to, to get their attention before you can effectively – figure all of those things out you can't you can't interview somebody if they're not interested in your opportunity and so yeah it's all about attraction that's what you got okay hold on a second let me interrupt here first of all kathy was not wrong about my question (laughs) yeah i was going to ask you that so but you're talking about something else you're talking about uh, i think you said uh recruiters who say they don't want to hire people who aren't interested uh, in their company or aren't interested, they're losers they they've got it wrong because it's the recruiter's job to get people interested so let's focus yes. on that first you're calling you're calling someone to be a general manager i want to know how you contact that people and what is this attraction technique then actually i want to go into what kathy said i want to know how much you have to know uh about business to be uh, able to, to assess someone's skills as a, a general manager. That's a, a very senior job. A lot is riding on it. You have to 
make a wise decision. I want to know how you come to that. So first of all, your attraction technique. You, 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 you're looking for a general manager. How do you contact them first? By the phone, by email, by text? What, what's the story? Uh, I, I will call the hotel and ask for the general manager. If I don't know that person, I'll, 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 I'll just call the main number. Let me talk to your general manager, please. And they put Jerry you, and I have a conflict. Jerry and I have a conflict about this. How, how do you handle okay. it? Does, if the if the receptionist says, "Well, who's calling? What's the purpose of your call?" I, I say, "My name is Mike Dury. I'm, I'm calling from Dine and Recruiting." Uh, and I've that 99% of the time handles it. Uh, here's the thing in hotels. They're not, they, they are a hospitality people animal. So they're not in the game of, of trying to screen you. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't have that issue totally. Really? Wow. Okay. So give us an example of you. So you use the phone. That's you're not, you're not an email guy. You're a phone guy. Is, am I right about that? A hundred percent. Unless I've okay. talked to you, if I know you, if I've if I've got a relationship established with you, then yeah, I use I use email. No, we're talking time. about cold calling and attracting cold people calls. who aren't you know who aren't pursuing the job, right? So then, what do you say you when you get call. the general manager on the on the line? What, well, how, how do you use this attraction technique? Well, what, what first off, I, I think about some just common. I'm guessing because I don't know this person, so I'm guessing about some common pain points that a lot of general managers have. And then I'm going to address those right off, right off the bat uh, in this opportunity that I have that is going to solve those for them. So a lot of these, these GMs, they don't have great corporate support. Um, they, they find it hard to find good talent, uh, just things like that. Maybe they're not. Um, they have horrible a, hours. Yeah, they do have bad hours, but they're going to have probably bad hours in their, in their new job. That, that probably won't be one. But, but the, the support piece might, might, might solve that a little bit, to your point. So I'm going to say, uh, hey, Tom, how you doing? My name is Mike. I am a hotel leadership headhunter, and I'm working with a, 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 a fantastic hospitality group. They're looking for a new GM. I love this job. I love the support. They're paying really well. Do you have two minutes? I would love to tell you a little bit more about it. That's it. Okay. And almost and do you really every believe, time somebody else. Do you Go really ahead. believe that about every job when you say this is a great job? Do you believe it? Yeah, Absolutely. I find what's good about the job. I'm not going to lie about the job, um, but I'm going to find the aspects of the job that are good, and I'm going to, I'm going to lead with that. Okay, so then, then the person, Tom, says, uh, thanks, Mike, I'm happy where I am. What do you say? Well, well good. I, I get that, Tom, but why I got you on just one more minute. Um, let's say in the next six to 12 months I've got something else. Uh, what, what would that have to look like, the opportunity? What would that opportunity have to look like uh, for you to be interested in it? Love it. Huh? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The show's yeah. over. So, yeah, you think I'm so, Jerry? I, I, yes, say the same thing. I told you. Finally, it's I'm valuable. Really? But he said, Mike, I said, you know, oh, uh, I'm not looking. Yeah. I'm not looking. Uh, or he'll say, how much are they paying? Mike, what's the pay? What do you say? This particular job is going to pay anywhere between 90 and 130. And I, and I, uh, am I still on? Yeah, we got a little feedback. I think we're good. Now I can hear you guys. Houston? Yep, I can hear. Can you hear me? Yeah, but where's Animal? Animal? Oh, no, we can hear you. Oh, good. We can talk. That's two good recruiters in a row, two real recruiters in two weeks. People that actually get on the phone, make, actually dial, talk to people, don't hide behind email. It's fantastic. I'll tell you what I hear is – it 
it would be so refreshing to get into a recruiting marketplace where people answer your calls. They're in the business of their phone ringing and they answer their phone. This IT stuff is for the birds, man, I'm telling you. I don't blame you, Gary. I loved hospitality. When I worked hospitality, I loved it. Yeah. Hospitality. Answer the phone. I love it. It's great. Hold on a second. I'm back. I got bounced yeah. off. Did he, did Mike answer my question when they ask for money? You just tell them tell them the money. Is that yeah? We covered right all that? that. We covered it well. It's not being a dead horse. I want to know. I want to. I want to know. So, but you don't say. Look, uh, put the money to the side. That's, put the money to the side. That's not the main issue. It's a career issue. You actually tell them the range, right? You're you're very upfront about money. Is that right? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell them a range, and, and the, the, the high end of the range I will probably pad a little bit just to see if I can get, keep them on the phone for a second. Um, but then I'll say, well, tell me. If, if, and if they say, oh, that's not going to work, then, then immediately, okay, well, well, give me an idea. What would work? What, what, did I, what would I have had to say to, to pique your interest? So, okay, and will you go, will, will, if it's a good candidate, will you go back to the client and say, look, I've got somebody good but wants ten dollars or $20,000 more than you told me? Will you do that? Potentially, if, if they're interested in the job. Now, if, if, I, if I lead with what I, I told you my initial lead was, and they say, yeah, I'm, I'm interested, tell me a little bit about it. I tell them about the job, and they go, wow, that actually does sound really good. Um, what's the salary? I tell them the salary, and they go, oh, man, yeah, that's a little bit light for me. If they're in the range – but but interested in the job and they are you know a butt kicker. I will go back to the to the client with that. Does it ever work getting more money? Well, it's just not. I mean, it's probably like thirty percent of the time, maybe. That's a lot. That's not bad. Okay, I interrupted yeah. you guys. Were talking already, Kathy? Were you saying something? You've got a background in this field. Were you talking about something that's worth no, pursuing? Um... No, I, I was basically saying how much I enjoyed that industry. I mean, it's it's uh-huh. a fun industry, and it's it's. What's fast fun moving. about it? Why is it fun? It's not it's IT. With- it's not <laughs> IT. You are recruiting animal. IT. What what I had said was it must be nice recruiting in a field where people answer the phone. Right. They're in the oh, business that's of not, yeah. answering the phone. I mean, it's, that's not what IT is. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. and I also can't even get customers to call me back. People that people that I'm working with, let alone some new I person. Found it, I found it very interesting. I was placing. I was over 13 states, uh, placing people at, at museums, at hospitals, at you know, uh, college cafeterias. Stanford was one of my major um, accounts, and it's a lot of fun. It's just you're mm-hmm. you are changing lives, and. I would work a lot with vets who were looking for jobs that nobody else would look at. Hospitality generally does. Well, uh-huh. I, I found it very fulfilling. Yeah, let me ask something. My okay. Uh, first of all, was that Alan wanted to say something as well? Who somebody else? I just was th- I just think he's really smart because six, four six years ago, I thought somebody ought to get into this side of the business, sector of the business, because nobody was really doing it, and because it's not all <laughs> online and it's relationships, and he's doing well. Well, that, 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 that Joe, online Joe, business. I got to you, go ahead. Joe Rice go ahead, does. Mike. The, Joe Rice does hospitality. He crushes it. He does like I think last year he did almost like two million last year. Yeah. Doing hospitality. It's a great space. Oh, that's oh, Rich is talking now. Rich is saying he, yeah. he likes it. Yeah. It's okay. Like but, but, 
hold on. A, a second ago, or a couple of minutes ago, you said that you call up a, a hotel and say, I'd like to speak to your general manager. Don't you use LinkedIn to identify people before you call? How come you just get a list and, of companies and call them that way? I do. I, I sometimes I do both. It just depends on how I'm feeling. A lot of times I just feel like banging out calls, and I don't care. I just want to call. And so a lot of times just, your customers want, your client wants somebody from those companies that he's calling into. So mm-hmm. that's another reason why I would call in. Okay. And uh, sorry, is there something that I, I missed there that uh, that I should? What, so what about coming back to the question about this general manager? Is that like a CEO or is it just like a manager of a, a small hotel? What are we talking or restaurant? What are we talking about here? Yeah, it's animal. It's purely based on the size of the hotel. So uh-huh. if you drive down the street and you see like a Days Inn or something, that is that is a that is not a CEO in any way, shape, or form. I, I wouldn't even uh-huh. probably work on a job like that. But if you look at a big resort uh, or one of these big tower hotels in like downtown Chicago or, or Toronto or one of those places, that is like a CEO. They are running huge budgets. They've got a big, big staff. Um, that is a that's a CEO. Now that type of person is more difficult to get a hold of because they will have a an administrative assistant. Uh, uh-huh. So it just depends on the level of, of so if, if like the Sheraton Center across from the city hall here is is absolutely huge, and uh, would you work on with a client that big? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. We would work on that, and, and not only the GM but also the executive chef, um, what are called the executive committee positions for the hotel. So the executive uh-huh. chef, the director of food and beverage, these are also all big jobs that all report to the general manager. Okay, so how do you know to assess? You've never been a chef from what I can tell from your LinkedIn profile. How do you know how no. to assess an executive chef? It's not, it's not all that difficult. It, you, what, you're, what you need to find out is what type of chef does the hotel or the restaurant need. Some of these huge properties like that hotel you're talking about, they may have five different restaurants in that hotel, and each one of those restaurants has an executive chef. So they need really an, an, administ- an administrator. This isn't going to be a chef that's going to come and be, uh, you know, creating new dishes or, or cooking. They need somebody to run the operation, so really be financially sound, be able to manage a large team, uh, that type of person. So if, you, if, if I'm working on that type of role, then I'm going to be looking at those people with that type of background in similar type of positions, that sort of thing. But if it's a little bit smaller, maybe they only have a couple of different what are called outlets, restaurant outlets in the hotel uh, they may they may want some a chef to come in and completely redo the menus, uh, craft completely new menus. Then you need to find somebody who uh, has, has experience creating menus, how to cost all of that out, make to make sure. So if you've got a restaurant in Toronto, and this and I bring you in a chef that's from Miami, and they create you this brand new menu, and you can't find any of the ingredients in Toronto, <laughs> then you guys are stuck. You know what I mean? So you need to know somebody uh-huh. that can. That, that, that can actually a lot of create times, a I don't know made. about you, Mike, but a lot of times at the like at the final interview, they would do tastings. So they'd Absolutely. give a, you know, a certain number of ingredients or whatever and have them make something up. Is there a lot of relocation? Kathy, Kathy implied there's a lot of relocation, and you just talked about someone from Miami moving to another city. Is there is relocation a big deal in your uh, industry? Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and again, it is the size of the position. It, the bigger it is, the, the fewer uh, people that can do that job in their locate, you know, in their region. So then relocation becomes 
uh, a, a bigger aspect of it for sure. But if it's smaller, yep. you're just gonna have a bigger pool locally. Yeah, for me, relocation is like really uh, usually a deal breaker. It, is it for you, or like is it a problem, or is it just everyone accepts it? Uh, no, it can be it can be a deal breaker. Yeah, if it's a smaller job, uh, and and here's the problem that I run into. I will do the the initial intake with the client, and a lot of times they'll tell me, "Hey, yeah, if you have somebody good, yeah, we we." You know, we help with relocation and bring them in, but they don't have the infrastructure set up to even interview somebody from out of state. You know what I mean? So uh, if they don't do it on a regular basis, I don't even mess with candidates that are that would require okay, so relocation. You're, you're, you're really local. I got to do an ad now. Hey, everybody, Recruiting Animal here for Hone It, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. It's the phone interview technology. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips to help hiring managers quickly hear the motivation, the personality, and the enthusiasm that the recruiter just heard. When you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice, it speaks volumes, and you can't get that from a resume or a recruiter's report. So if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate, share some of the sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Thank you. Back to my guest. Anybody got a question for Mike? Dury. Anybody got a question Perfect. for him? I got a weird question for him. Go. Mike, uh, Alan Fleur yes, here. Hey, um, Recruiting is usually the tip of the spear when we, we know about the economy before anybody else. I think you're, you're in a real interesting space. What do you see out there right now? Do you see any indicators? Things are still good. What do you, what, have you seen things when they change or before they change? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny that you mention that. Uh, it, sometimes hospitality can be a little lagging when it, when it comes to some of those things. So I would agree with you in a general sense that recruiting is that. Um, but in terms of salaries, uh, and especially, let me just specifically salaries. I would say hospitality lags a little bit. Um, so even though, for let me give you an example. Right now, you've got the hourly employee market is extremely tough right now, especially this time of year because you've got Target and Marshalls and these retail stores that are hiring for seasonal. Uh, so they're stealing a lot of the regular staff people from hotels, and there's just a ton of hourly jobs out there. Uh, Amazon just raised their hourly rate to $16 an hour yesterday, minimum across the board. You won't, hotels are still way behind. To, you, an average housekeeper at a hotel is going to make $11 an hour. The, the person that works the front desk, and I mean at a, at a luxury resort anywhere in the country, they're going to make $14 an hour. You know what I mean? So this is a very low paying, and you've got to work Christmas morning. You know, so it is, yeah. it's hard to say. You know, well, and even the, the leaders. A lot of them, you know, their salaries. Now, there's a lot of hiring going on. There's a lot of hotels being built. Um, so in that sense, you can say, well, the, the economy must be, must be pretty good. In Phoenix alone, we've got 50 hotels that are being built right now um, in, in the process. So I guess, you know, that might be one kind of indicator. Well, I just find it interesting because, you know, sometimes what I see is you start getting called by, friend, by contacts and friends saying, hey, I need, you know, can you – we just got laid off or we just did this and it's a wa- it's waves that happen. And oh, I can you look up, can you look at my resume? Can you do this? Or all of a sudden the number of say your housekeepers available all of a sudden just goes huge, gets huge. All of a sudden all these housekeepers are available. It does, 
I'm just I'm always curious in different industries what's forward looking, what's even, what's lagging. Thanks. Yeah, you got it, brother. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know if you got an answer to your question there about hotels oh, and yeah. hospitality being being the canary in the coal mine, which is a, a title of one of his articles. But we're going to yeah. leave it at that. I've got a question for you, and you know what? If so, if I get a question and and I don't ask it right away, a minute later I don't know what it was. So I'll go back to something that I I plan to ask you. We you heard you told us you're recruiting cold call. What's your how do you get do you do you get business development? Do you work on that? Do you try to get new customers? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do a lot of that now. Uh, I used to be purely uh, on the on the recruiting side for for years and years. I did that on the uh-huh. on in medical on the medical world, uh, so hospital leadership, and that's all I did was recruit. I didn't do any business development, but I do business development now. How how do you do it? I will look quite simply. I look online, see what jobs are open uh, that look good to me, and then I figure out who would be the, the hiring manager for that job and I call them or I will email them if I can't get their phone number and tell okay, them, hey, I've got a candidate. I've got a candidate for the job uh, who would be perfect. Okay, why, why would it be an issue for you to get the phone number? You just told us you, you can call up the front desk and say, give me, give me this title and they'll put you through. Come on. Are you contradicting yourself? <laughs> I know it sounds that way, but so if, if I, if the position is the general manager for the hotel, a lot of times that person's boss does not work at that hotel. They work for uh-huh. a property management company that is off that off site. So they're in some corporate office somewhere. Uh, and it's hard to find who that particular person is. Um, you know, it's a regional director type person that might be in a different state. So that sometimes that can be difficult to find. Okay. So why, why don't why do you use email sometimes in, in that situation instead of just these cold calls, which you seem to love? Yeah, I would. I would if I could get their phone number. I call them every time without question. But the problem uh-huh. is, you have a lot of these regional directors or these regional vice president of operations people that work remotely, so they don't have an office number. They're not at any location, um, and it's really difficult to find their cell phone numbers. But I can almost always get their email. So a lot of times, I just I'm forced to use their email. Um, what, do, what is I your subject line? Try. What does your subject line say? What does your subject line say? So let's say it's a general manager for Holiday Inn. I would say your uh, question about the GM position at the Holiday Inn in Albany, New York. That would be my subject okay. line. And yep. what would be and the, then, in the in the in the body of the email? It would be, uh, "Hello, Jerry. Uh, have you found a new general manager for your Holiday Inn in Albany? If not, I'm working with the current general manager, who's terrific. I think he would really uh, be an asset." Let me know if I can uh, introduce you to this this general manager. Something about. Do, do, do you really have someone in mind when you're saying that, or uh, is that just a pitch? It's a pitch, but I've got kind of somebody in mind. I mean, we work on the uh-huh. same jobs all the time, so I mean, I I almost always have that candidate. So I, am I lying? Kind of, but not really. I mean, I have the I have that candidate, but I just don't necessarily have that specific name in mind. Okay, and what's your what's your response rate on on that very simple email? Uh, boy, uh, it's it's not bad. I mean, I I I I, I continue to use it because it works. Um, if uh-huh. if they if here, let me put it to you this way, if I I feel like if the position is really open and they don't have a couple of really good people in the process, they almost always respond back. Uh, but I don't know where they are in the process. You know what I mean? They could have. 
How many emails will you send? How many emails will you send? I reach out. I cold reach out to at least 40 people a day uh, for business development purposes. Uh-huh. You know, so that's a mix of calls and emails. Uh, how many that's, emails? That's, maybe there might be half, half emails. Or okay, but I just meant how many repeat third. emails. You, you don't hear from anybody in two days. What do you do? Do you send uh, another I, email? I, I, do you send five more emails over the course of the next two weeks? How much will you pester these people? Rich Rosen's on the line, and he says he never gives up. I go at least three contacts, uh, and if I don't get a, I don't, if I don't get anything after three, I'll try uh, some other approach. Uh, but in the middle of those, I'll try that person three times. In the middle of that, I'll, I'll probably go. If I don't hear from the, by the second time, I'll try somebody else in the company. Uh huh. But, but then and, still not uh, give up on that original person. Okay, and since you're pursuing jobs that they're already advertising, um, what do you do? How do you screen the job order if they want to give it to you to make sure that you know you're not the tenth uh, recruiter who they're giving the job to, or they don't actually have a short list already? Will you screen them to uh, re- reject them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get them on the, the if 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 they are interested, I get them on the call. Uh, you know, get them on the on the phone if it is, if it comes from an email. Uh, ask them about the job, ask them what they're doing currently um, to recruit for the position. Uh, obviously, I saw, I saw your Indeed ad, but are, do you have any other recruiters working on it? Some of them will have internal recruiters, uh, like a corporate recruiter working on it. Uh, and then I'll ask about any other external recruiters that you have working on it. Uh, and then if they've got okay. anybody that they like. Uh, and if they actually have a short list and other recruiters, will you say, well, listen, I'll call you back in two weeks to, to see where you are? Or do you say, yeah, let me try to get somebody else to you right now? W- what will you do? Uh, that, that would just depend on if I, if I really have maybe one or two people that I would love for the job that, are, that are, I've, just, I've been working with and I, I really could get somebody over within a half an hour, then I would. But if I have to go out there and uh, you know, knock on some doors, I would maybe not take on that search. Uh-huh. Anybody else got some questions? Anybody? About business dev or anything like that? This guy's on the money. Everybody's I like it. Okay. Everybody's yeah. quiet. Jerry's got a sore throat, everybody. I feel sorry okay. for Jerry. He's got a sore throat. You know, send him your <laughs> prayers. Uh, do you need prayers or just good wishes today, Jerry? You're not that seriously. Uh, right? I really need money. Okay. Yes. I mean, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? PayPal, do you guys want yeah. my PayPal account? Go fund me. Can you go find me? Okay. Or Patreon. Patreon. Hey, I read I read on Facebook today that the impatient candidate is a bad candidate. Do you agree with that, uh, Mike? Uh, bugging you. What's a client where do I stand? You know, when's a decision gonna be made? Uh you know, what what do you do? Yeah, you know, it, I would say probably in a general sense that's not totally off base. If they're very, very impatient, although I'd rather have somebody that's checking in with me than a candidate that I can't get a hold of. Uh, uh-huh. So, but I mean, you, you know, if they're if they're overboard with that, if they're just being a pest, then yeah, that's a problem. They they could become a bad candidate pretty quickly. Okay, and will you tell the client, look, this guy's been bugging me. I I I he seems a bit mental. You know, I, I don't know if you should consider him or her. Uh. I, I don't know. I would just it would depend on the situation. I don't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't do a ton of that. If the person has to really go overboard, um, uh-huh. as long as what, they are. What about what about candidates who don't show up for the interview? 
Okay. This They're is done. one of our favorite topics. Uh, 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 Jerry can contradict me, but he said a million times, if they don't show up for one interview, they're not going to show up for the next. That's not a serious candidate. Can, can I, what do can you I agree? Can I, can I clarify? Can I yeah, clarify, clarify all you want? Go ahead. Okay. I'm not saying if they don't show up. That makes it seem like I'm caught off guard. I'm surprised. I was unaware that they weren't going to be there. Uh-huh. That doesn't happen to me. Okay. What does happen is people want to reschedule or say, oh, can we move it to next week or things like that. I will not reschedule. So what do you tell them, Jerry? I'm just really Don't curious. What do you tell them? In a in a non-animal way, what do you tell them? I would say, Kathy, I, I have been paying attention for the last 20 years, and I need to tell you something. I have never been successful in getting an offer and a hire for anyone that I've rescheduled. Period. That's compelling. I like it. Okay. So, okay. If, but Jerry, if, you've if got you a sore really throat today. You're not feeling this, well. We need Mr. To make Mr. Albright, yeah. Jerry, you yeah. yourself are sick today, okay? And what yeah. if you had an interview and you didn't think you'd be able to present yourself very well and you called the you recruiter up, and man. said, look, I... You show up. Now, there's going to be one out of say, 30 or so that I probably should have rescheduled? Who cares? I'm with you, Jerry. The I, one, I the one or two times that I still let people somehow talk me into it always goes down the crapper anyway. They're like, hey, man, sorry. I, I appreciate you rescheduled that for me, but I'm just not interested. Or, yeah, things changed, and we've got a we've got a – a workshop that evening, and I'm supposed to bring the donuts. And I mean, it's just always something. <laughs> and then, how do you present it to your client, Jerry? I'm just curious. If you have uh, to reschedule, so and so wanted to reschedule, and yeah. it's my opinion that uh, they're they're not interested. My professional assessment is time to move on. And they're like, "Hey, yep. I appreciate appreciate your opinion. What do you think they're paying us for? These and companies yeah. are paying twenty. I agree. No, I'm talking about the ones service. that you do make exceptions for. Never. How do you negotiate that with your client? I don't. Okay. Who's in charge? Mike, here? are you with him on that? Mike, I got to do uh, an ad. Uh, are you are you with Jerry on uh, that, or do you reschedule? And does it you know you're in a different industry? He's with these goofy IT people. Uh, are your guys you know more sincere? No. If they have to reschedule, I, not, yeah. I literally could not agree more. Although I will tell you, I'm a little bit more of a sissy than Jerry is. I will uh-huh. on occasion. <laughs> reschedule but i will tell you it never works out but i i continue to go down that road it's just i i don't know what it is i, I, I need to every one of those reschedules through whatever system you use yeah. you know red flag them whatever mm-hmm. none of those will end up being anybody you send an invoice for i, it just, I would also I never happen for me and but I'll there's going to be two. people that hear this and say no there was one time where the person was in a car crash and they showed me the picture and i rescheduled it and they were so thankful okay great Jerry. Well, I'm not going to risk the one in 50 shot with the other times where I reschedule somebody because normally when you're rescheduling, and I, I can remember it well, you're calling your manager, uh, Alan, sorry, um, we need to reschedule Sandy. Something came up. She will be there Tuesday. Or, and I would say sorry, two yeah. sorry, Alan missed his phone call at noon. He was thinking it was Central Time, Eastern, and the, can we can we move it to tomorrow afternoon? Well, tomorrow afternoon, I'm looking like a dick. 
because they're not showing up. They're not making it to the interview. It just doesn't happen. I'm fully aware of what happened with the rescheduled interview. Nothing! Uh, I will say there's two, there's two caveats to that. Number one is Great. if the candidate has the manager's information and does call them within, you know, as soon as they know they're going to be late or as soon as they know something that happened. That has so, happened. And um, I've even had my managers uh, have something weird happen and, and call a few minutes late. Yes. Yeah, and then and the second one, and I agree with you if you're not feeling the best or something, go. Because the candidate, because simply by going, the candidate has shown so much interest and motivation in and of itself. Even if they they come mm-hmm. in and the manager goes, "Dude, you're coughing up a lung. You do, dude, go home. We'll reschedule this. Yep. It's okay." But now the manager's like, "Hey, he was he was you know neither rain, sleet, snow, whatever. Hey, I want to I want to talk to this person." <laughs> yeah, agree. Okay, I gotta exactly, do an ad. Oh, why'd you send them in? Gotta do an ad. Gotta okay. do an ad. Hey everybody! Let's talk right over recruiting animal. Kathy, what recruiting a bad joke. I'll come back to you, oh, okay. Kathy. I'll no come back to you. Okay, this is your oh, wheelhouse. Okay. Anyway, it's recruiting animal here for PC Recruiter. You know, there's a lot of applicant tracking systems out there, and people are looking quite often to try something new. Jerry knows that. He's got a a posting that he does all the time with him and his seal asking what's the best applicant tracking system. So here's the thing. If people are fickle and they want to try something new, the way you get them to try your system is to make it easy for them to switch from one system to another. And that's what PC Recruiter can do for you. PC Recruiter offers two types of data conversions. That's what they call switching over. One is fast and simple. The other is custom made just for you. Some people like one, some people like the other, right? Uh, and if you know, you're very fussy or you're nervous that you won't be able to do it, there's direct consulting to help you. They will do whatever it takes to make it really easy to try them out, okay? That's the thing. So go ahead. Indulge yourself. If you've got an itch to try something new, make that something new PC Recruiter. Because you know why? PC Recruiter cares about you. And if you're a recruiter, they love you. PCRecruiter.net. Okay. That so was where a, am I? That was a, <laughs> hey, Kathy, sure a chubby ad. What was that two minute? Was it two it minutes? Was good, I thought. It was a good ad. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but I'm just saying it was, it was longer than usual. I thought it was yeah, shorter I mean, than catching usual. up or something? No. I mean, did you scrimp him last week I shouldn't have mentioned your name. I, 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 no, he, I talked no. about you and the seal, your picture with the seal. I should Maybe I shouldn't have said that. It was ad-libbing, you know. Yeah, it was good. Okay. I mean, it was just long. He got paid more okay. to do this. Yeah. To well, do no, longer, no, no, right? I, I think that I appreciate the feedback, the, you know, the input. Okay. So, so Kathy, did you have something else you wanted to say about, you know, unreliable candidates or something like that before we move on? Well, just about sending in a sick candidate. I mean, it could go both ways. It could it's be crazy. Like, right? I don't agree with them at all, okay? I just want to know. I, I, I agree with you. Kathy, stupid. Send in sickly candidates. Alan just said, saying. and you just said. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, you're making, that, no. you're making it seem like I, the recruiter, am sending a sick person to an interview. No. I'm saying that once it's scheduled, that person on a professional level has made a commitment to be mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And if they feel bad or their tummy hurts or they're sniffling, 
go to the damn interview. You don't need to tell me about it. I'm yeah, okay. sending yeah. people I in. That's, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. That's what you said, and it doesn't make sense to me, and it doesn't make sense to Kathy either, okay? That is not what I said. No, but I'll, uh-huh. gi- I'll give you an example, Animal. So had a guy, and his emails were different, and he didn't get the invite because his email system didn't get a calendar, and he m- missed the thing. Another guy had the same situation and just showed up on the wrong – on one day early, but showed up and said, I wasn't sure, I, but I didn't want to miss it. And the manager was out of the office, and the manager said – Hey, no problem. And that guy got hired simply because yeah, but of his. There's a difference between that and being sick and coughing well, yeah. the manager into the manager's well, face. I sure, mean, but, but there's a rea- right. But it. it but let me say something. Hold on, hold on. Normally, Kathy, it few interviews were ever proposed to be rescheduled back during my rescheduling phase. Because somebody was sick. It was always some other crap that came up. It was always a yeah, we're having a we're having a, a a working lunch that day, or yeah, we're still. I mean, it's always something other than I have the flu. Nobody nobody calls if I have the flu. It does. I they don't. I mean, I don't know. Right. The excuses you were have- always other stuff. Right. Hey, man, I forgot. I, I know it's that I, I can't get over there in time. Or I mean, these were the reasons. Yes. It wasn't, wow, I broke my leg and I'm waiting on my new set of crutches. I mean, it was other stuff that you know is your typical stuff. Grandma died. Let's move on. Or- Let's move on. Okay, there's one issue that I want to talk about a lot. Um, Mike, Mike Dury. Oh, I forgot. We've got a guest here, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Mike, you still here? I, I am. I am. Okay. Thanks for thanks for staying with us. Back to you and Animal. <laughs> but this is something he does. Something that none of us here do. Uh, he has a lot of videos. Um, uh, he has job job descriptions or pitches for jobs on video. Uh, and I want to know: Do you send those out by email? How, how do you distribute those? Um, it looks like you don't put too much money into uh, creating them? You just turn on your camera and and go? Do you write them out ahead of time? What's the story with that? How does it work for you? Yeah, I've got a theory that eventually a lot of uh, online job advertising will be done via video. Um, I don't know how well it works right now, but I'm trying it out. And basically what I do, and I I just really use it on LinkedIn, so I'll post it on LinkedIn. Uh, I'll put it on YouTube too. I don't know if, if anybody finds it on YouTube, but You've got um, it on Twitter. Do, do, you've got there. You've got it on Twitter as well. That's where I found them. Yeah, okay. that's right. I'll, I'll put it, I, I when I post it to YouTube, I, I simultaneously will post it to Twitter as well. And really, I just give the the pitch of the job uh, on that interview. So it's it's really the same thing that I would say to somebody if I if I called them on the phone. Really, uh, I just tell them how great the job is. How you know here's some here's some details about it. I think it looks awesome. You know, here's the salary. Here's what you're going to be doing if you're interested. Let's talk. I'll tell you a little bit more about it. So I don't tell them everything about the job, but just enough to kind of get them intrigued. Uh, that's it. How long are the videos? Thirty seconds? Like I'm uh, between thirty seconds and a minute, but usually not never longer than a minute. Okay. Do you write? Do you write out your script? No, no. I, I mean, I just. It, it, no, I, I mean I have an idea of what the you know I, you know the, the the bullet points, but I don't write it out. No. 
Okay. And you don't use any special lighting or any special background. You're just at your desk, and, and it looks like you're on a laptop, and you, you've got the built-in camera, and you go with it. Am I right about that? That's how you do it? Yeah. I mean, I use a, a little uh, external camera that has a little bit better quality, and then I put a mic on just so you can hear uh-huh. me. But that's uh-huh. it. I mean, those, those things combined cost me 35 bucks. So, yeah, mic. nothing okay. elaborate. Yep. Quick question. What kind and, of mic do you use? Uh, man, you know what? It is called, it is just a, a lapel mic, mm-hmm. and it's F-I-F-I-N-E. That's the brand of it. It's it really like some generic thing I got off of Amazon and it was very cheap, but it works great. Thanks. Sounds good. You bet. Okay. Well, you don't sound as good. I have a question. I just wondered how you dealt with the internal corporate recruiters who are assigned the same job as you're working. I mean, I know when I was doing hospitality, I was an in-house recruiter and. We really resented anyone trying to take our work. How do you deal with that? Yeah, that that is very difficult. That's a great point. Uh, and I and I honestly don't work on a ton of the of jobs that have the internal recruiter that I have to work with. So if they say I have to work with you know through that recruiter, it's going to be a pain. It, it, they, they will one hundred percent be in competition with you. Now I was a I was the manager of recruitment for a hospitality company. So I can kind of relate to them. I did their job mm-hmm. and I try that. I say, Hey, I know where you're coming from. Um, and when I was in your shoes, we did have an adversarial relationship with uh, external recruiters. It looked, it looked bad if they filled a job that we couldn't, is that how it would be with you? Tell me right off the bat. And if they say, yeah, kind of, and I say, well, how can I work with you then? in a way that won't make you look bad. What can I do for you and just support you? I've tried that. You know, that's the, that's the tack that I use if I have to go through a recruiter. Okay, let me ask a question. Uh, Sodexo has a million, from what I gather just from Twitter, they've got a million recruiters in, in-house. in uh, I don't know how big the company About is. But, five. But, About okay, 75. But, I, I want to know, since so what, what do you think, Mike, is the difference in quality between an external recruiter like yourself and the internal recruiters in the hospitality industry that you've encountered and, and you, that you've met on the inside when you were there? Yeah, m- most internal recruiters uh, are, uh, for hospitality, they are processing uh, job orders. Uh, they are not actively going out and, and competing for talent. And a lot of that is a result of the fact that they just have so many requisitions that are open at any given time. They don't have a, a ton of time uh, to go out and really compete for talent. And a lot of them are just pushing buttons. You know, they'll get a, a simple job, just internal job description. They just put it out there on Indeed the way, the way it comes from their corporate lawyers. Uh, and then they just process the people that apply in their ATS. And, and that's it. They go from one rec to another. But that's it. Okay, so th- there's a reason why they might need somebody like you. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, because they don't have time to actively call these people headhunt. They're not headhunting. Very, okay. very, very two percent of them are actually headhunting. Uh, okay. They're just if, I, if they're if the candidates don't come to them, they don't have really any ability to go get a candidate. Okay, I uh, I, I I left the final ad too late, and I don't want to upset anybody. I got to do it right now. And uh, it's our old friend, Hire Tool. Luckily, 
Hired Tool is so successful, everybody loves them so much and doesn't hesitate to say so all over Facebook that it doesn't really matter if I do it at the beginning or the end. They are going to be successful either way. But let me tell you about Hire Tool. Just in case you've just come from Mars and you've never heard about it. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L is the super-duper sourcing tool. You go to HireTool.com and you put in your uh, job search information, the, the job description, in regular English. Okay, I don't know what other languages they use, but I just have to put it in in English. They create the search string for me. I don't have to be a Boolean expert. And then they search a whole range of websites, Facebook, LinkedIn, GitHub, whatever. They give you a, a ranked list of candidates in return. The best ones are the match, closest match at the top, the less at the bottom. Uh, they guess the person's salary. They guess who's going to be ready to leave. And you're off and running. And, and all the people who use it, they say that it really speeds up their sourcing. Okay? So go check them out at Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. They call it Hire Tool. But on this show, we like Hire Tool. Okay? Hire Tool. Dot com. Uh, well, speaking of which, Mike, do you use any tool? Who's doing that? Who's doing that? We're almost done. We haven't had any real sound problems, okay? Except that I got kicked off at the beginning. Mike Dury, do you use any tools? Are there any Chrome extensions or uh, specialized recruiting tools that you love? Uh, so, uh, my ATS is, uh, I use a, the Big Biller ATS, uh, and it has uh, top echelon is the company they have a they have a pretty nice uh, add-on that will um, immediately populate your database with uh, if you go to somebody's LinkedIn page it will it will you know basically give you their resume uh, and populate it into your database I have used uh, was it L- Lucia or Lesha but it seems like they're having Lucia, some yeah. issues Lucia yeah. uh, and then what is that other one is email matcher but I haven't had good luck with email matcher, um, but I, 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 I am on the look, always on the lookout for anything that will get me contact information. Okay. Do have you, you tried the free? Hello, or do you have people working with you in your company? Uh, I've got, I've got a uh, business partner, and so it's just the two of us. Okay. Oh, is that the guy yep. you, you praise him? You praise uh, somebody on your LinkedIn recommendation that's actually your own partner. Is that, is that right? I thought it was your boss. I don't know if that's him or not. Babe. It's, his name is Kelly Cantrell, so that's the, that's the partner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But I just want to uh, recommend, since I just did a, an ad for Hire Tool, uh, they're pretty good at, at finding contact information, both email and phone numbers, and you can try their Chrome extension for free. Okay, go to HireTool.com and, and try it out. Since you, you're talking there for about Lucia is also a company that uh, that identifies phone numbers and emails. Uh, let me see. What other questions in the last few minutes do you think you'd like to talk about? You asking me or the the gallery? I'm asking you, but if you don't have any, I've got more. I'm just you know. Wondering if there's something that you 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 like you like to preach. I've watched enough of your videos. So you don't mind offering your opinion. So yeah, uh, if I, there's you know something what? that you... I, I will. There's no. one thing I wouldn't mind getting off my chest a little bit, and it's something that I've I've uh, I've I've thought about and talked about a lot. 
I don't know if uh, if HR being in charge of the recruiting is is the way to go with for a lot of companies. Now, obviously, a smaller company, uh, you, you you don't have unlimited people. You know, you're going to have to you know have people multitasking. But a lot of HR leaders uh, at these sizable companies, they just don't have the background in competing for talent. They don't have a talent acquisition. I'm going to go out there and and can compete for the best talent background. They don't have that mentality. They're an HR type person. Um, and, and I would say my example is if, if you've got a company, um, would, you, would, would you have your HR director lead your sales department? Yes or no? And a lot of people would say, are you out of your mind? Absolutely not. But yet you have a leading the, the charge in competing for really good talent. And you say, Mr. CEO, that your, your people are your most important asset. You can't do it without your people. Yet you've got somebody that isn't, that doesn't have a background in going out and grabbing awesome people, leading your recruiting. So that is, that is something I, I think that uh, recruiting, a lot of people talk a big game in this country about how it's important, but they don't, they don't put the money where their mouth is. Uh, they have people that are not that talented. Okay, but let me ask you a question. Hold on. Let me, let me ask you a question about that. But HR can do an inventory of the skills that the company needs. They can uh, recognize uh, what uh, issues uh, they have to use to assess a good candidate. So they might not be able to go out and sell the job or identify potential people, but once a recruiter brings the person in, it sounds to me like they're qualified to – to uh, to process them, or you're telling, are you saying that no? Once you hand off your own candidate to HR, you're taking a big risk because they don't know how to sell a position. They're going to screw it up for you. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm actually more speaking about recruit the 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 internal people that are actually doing a lot of the internal recruiting. So they're uh-huh. you know not not the positions that they're using an external recruiter for, but the positions that they are in charge of filling themselves. Uh, yeah. And and I would say to your point, Animal, if they're really good at doing the evaluating of the candidate piece, then reach out to your marketing department at your company and say, hey, look at this job description. Well, I'm going to run it on Indeed. Can you jazz it up for me? I want to appeal to this type of candidate. Give me your, your take on it. They've got salespeople. They would, I'm sure, ha- be happy to help. Okay. I, I forgot to ask this question. I always would like to know. You're a phone guy. Do you leave voicemails? 100% at every time. Oh, really? And what do they sound like? Just like you told us the initial call sounds like, right? Everything that, yeah, everything that I do is I'm selling opportunities. I, I'm not in the information giving business. I, I don't, I'm, that's not my job to give you information. My job is to get you intrigued. Uh, and so if I leave a voicemail, that is going to be the only, the only thing that my voicemail's goal is, is to get you to call me back. Whatever I have to say to get you to call me back, that's what I'm going to leave on that voicemail. And then once you call me back, we can have a recruiting talk. Okay, so I don't know if Rich is here, but I think Rich is, is, is like, like you. I'm here. It, it, yeah, well, so this guy also, even in one of his articles, he says he likes to add a lot of energy and get the candidate excited. Is, is, that, is that what you're talking about now, uh, Mike? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, sp- specifically with a voicemail, I'm not trying to sell them on a job on a voicemail. I just want them to call me back. Same thing with a recruiting email. If I happen to send one of those. I just want them to respond. I don't, I'm not trying to get them to take a job. Yeah, yeah but you have on. to make I mean, it sound. All these guys. Go ahead, no, Rich. He's, he's spot on. I mean, your whole job, is, our whole job is to, to be energetic and person, have personable. You're, we're, uh, 
you, you give enough information to get them interested, not to sell them on the whole gig right then and there. Like everyone yep. that all these people that give up comps right at the beginning of an email or a text or a phone call and just wants to give them the company name right on the first contact is just, they're fooling themselves. They're wasting so much time and money and giving away so much money in you know, the way Mike does it, at least to me is spot on. I mean, it's, it's job, this job is sales. It's not social work. It's, it's a sales job, you know? <laughs> yes. When, when they ask you the company, Mike, do you tell them or say, look, I can't tell you right now. Uh, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of times it depends on where I am in the conversation. If, if they're just like, if that's their first question, uh, I, I'm not going to tell them right off the bat. I'm going to say, you know well, what? How do you parry I, I that question? Things. How do you politely put it to the side? I'll say, you know what? They don't, the reason they're working with us is because they want to keep some anonymity. Um, and so I don't want to, I'm, I'm, I'm really not at liberty to yell out the, the company name, but I'm, I'll, I'll be able to tell you if, if it's something that you're really interested in. Let me tell you about the job first, though. Let's see if this is even something that you would be interested in. And I just okay. try to you know, move in in that direction. And so do you wait till you get a resume in order to call, call them back and, and, and tell them, or do you tell them then on, at the end of the first call? Yeah, I, I would a lot of times tell them. I mean, if they if they seem legit, and, and I'm having a good rapport with them, and they go, yeah, you know what, this is that, and they're, they're telling me about their experience, and they're kind of selling themselves to me, then I'll I, I, many times I'll just tell them the, the company. Yeah, it's, you know, think. I don't mind that it's it's the last 20 seconds of the show. Someone is starting to breathe heavy into their microphone. You can't hurt me. It's too late. Okay. Your sabotage is not working. Okay. Just I suspect support. that is rich. For some reason, it might not be, but I. <laughs> You can you can identify his breed. Well, you know what? Then I'll then I'll turn. I'll thank Rich Rosen for being here. Jerry Albright, uh, Kathy Albright, uh, dude. <laughs> Albright and Kathy Manis. I know she's Kathy. She's Kathy Anderson now, but she'll always be Kathy Manis with me. Alan Fleur and our new friend Mike Dore. Mike Dore, D U R R I E. Thank you. We can't go out on a soft note like that. Let me find something good. <laughs>